Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon at 88.7 on your FM dial and anywhere on the planet at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. Last week's was a no-birthday show, but this week's is an all-birthday show, with birthday salutes to George Fairman, Lee Morse, Henry Fillmore, Erwin Dash, and Charles L. Johnson. This very day, December 3rd, marks the birth in 1881 in Columbus, Ohio, of songwriter, composer, and music publisher George Wayne Fairman to George Washington Fairman and Roberta Catherine Martin. In 1910 and 1911, he was part of the vaudeville act Fairman, Furman, and Fairman, described as three natty chaps having good voices and a novel act offering popular songs, pleasing comedy, burlesque, and mind-reading. By the time of World War I, he owned George Fairman Music Publishing in New York and wrote a number of patriotic songs, including I Don't Know Where I'm Going, But I'm On My Way, I Think We've Got Another Washington and Wilson Is His Name, and When the Boat Arrives That Brings My Lovin' Daddy Home. George Fairman died October 15, 1962 in Miami, Florida, and is buried at the Alton Cemetery in Ohio. The song The Preacher and the Bear is credited to Joe Arzonia and publisher Arthur Longbreak, but it was actually written around 1904 by Fairmont, who sold the rights for $250 to Arzonia, who owned a cafe where Fairman played piano. Other titles in the Fairman catalog include Syncopated Butterfly, Silence and Fun, Minuet in Blue, and these.
without you. Worry and who's with you, where you go, what you do, and if you ever feel kind of blue. Though you say our dream of love is over, and our lips shall never meet again, still I'm worrying if it's true, maybe you worry too, over me like a
He also recorded it for Victor, Columbia, and OK, with hyphens in the title. But we just heard Paul Beza's Novelty Orchestra and their first, more rapid performance for Vocalion of Bola Bo, sans hyphens, in November of 1919. Before that, George Olson and his music, with Bob Borger providing the vocal on Worian, from Victor 21026, made October 14, 1927. We started our tribute to George Fairman with Kiss Mama, Kiss Papa. That was Kaplan's Melodists on Edison 51080, recorded October 11, 1922. I'm Glenn Robison, and you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Born on exactly the same day as George Fairman, but in Cincinnati, Ohio, was musician, composer, publisher, and bandleader Henry Fillmore. As a child, he mastered piano, guitar, violin, and flute. His mother also facilitated his surreptitious learning of the slide trombone, which his religious father, a composer of gospel songs, considered a Philistine and sinful instrument. Fillmore published his first march, Hingham, a brand of musical instruments, at age 18. Following his graduation from the Cincinnati Conservatory of Music, he toured the U.S. as a circus bandmaster with his wife, Mabel May Jones, an exotic vaudeville dancer. He moved to Florida in 1938 for health reasons, but continued composing and rehearsing high school and college bands and performing groups. Although born on the same day as Fairman, Fillmore died about six years before Fairman on December 7, 1956. While best known for marches and screamers, Fillmore also wrote waltzes, foxtrots, novelty tunes, and hymns. He wrote over 250 pieces of music and published under several pseudonyms, including Henrietta Moore, Gus Beans, and Harry Hartley, each name associated with works of different levels of difficulty. Last year I played Fillmore's The Whistling Farmer Boy by Fillmore himself, but here's a different and maybe even better version. Thank <laughs> you. 
The Fillmore Band, directed by Henry Fillmore himself on October 1, 1928, with Golden Friendships. Takes 2 and 3 were issued on Columbia 1587-D. I've played Fillmore's Lassus Trombone before, but before Golden Friendships, you heard the one-step Slim Trombone, performed by Joseph Samuels' Jazz Band. OK 4124 was recorded in May of 1920. We started off our tribute to Henry Fillmore with a raucous rendition of The Whistling Farmer Boy, recorded in Dallas, Texas on October 20, 1929. On Victor, the band was credited as the Simmons University Cowboy Band, directed by D.O. Whaley, but on the label of Bluebird 5624, the record we heard, they were the Bluebird Military Band. Last week, November 30th, marked the birth in 1897 in Cove, Oregon, of Lena Corinne Taylor. You know her better as singer, songwriter, composer, guitarist, and actress Lee Morse. She learned to sing by the time she was three years old and came from a musical family which toured Idaho by covered wagon as the Taylor Family Concert Company. On May 2, 1915, she married Elmer Morse, a woodworker, and son Jack was born the following year. Lena wanted a singing career more than a family and left them in 1920. She began working in vaudeville in 1921 and worked her way up to a role in Artists and Models, which opened on Broadway on August 20, 1923. Her recording career began in 1924 with Path A, where she was able to record her own songs and add her distinctive whoops, yips, and yodels. In 1927, Morse left Pathé for Columbia, but continued working in vaudeville, on Broadway, and appeared in several musical film shorts. A dependence on alcohol took its toll on her personal life and career in the 1940s, but she hosted a radio show in Rochester, New York, and appeared at local clubs. Lee Morse died December 16, 1954, in Rochester, and is buried at the Riverside Cemetery there. Here are three from Lee Morse. Loneliness haunted me all my life through Driving me onward to someone like you Whispering to me, oh, why do you yearn? He may be around the next corner you turn. You are my own, my very own. If not my own, what do I own? My life was all. Sad and bleak Until my heart To yours could speak Though other lips Might kiss me dear And other arms Might hold me near With all but you I feel You are my very own 
my very own If not my own What do I own? My life was always Sad and bleak Until my heart To yours could speak No other lips Might kiss me dear And other arms Might hold me near With all but you I feel alone You are my very own Thank you. 
Credited on Silvertone 5192 as Grace Wilson, WLS artist, Lee Morse with Got No Time, written by Gus Kahn and Richard A. Whiting. It was first recorded by Gene Rodemick's orchestra on March 25, 1925. This recording with piano accompaniment by Grace Ingram was made November 30, 1927. Before that, Miss Lee Morse and her Bluegrass Boys with her composition, I'll Make You Fall in Love with Me. Perfect 11612 was made in March of 1926. We began our tribute to Lee Morse again with her Bluegrass Boys on You Are My Own, another Morse original on Columbia 1716-D, September 28, 1928. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. This very day, December 3rd, marks the birth in 1876 in Armordale, now Kansas City, Kansas, of American ragtime composer Charles Leslie Johnson. 
a musical prodigy, he was playing a neighbor's piano at about age six, and when he was about nine, his parents bought a piano and he took formal classical music lessons. He also learned to play banjo, guitar, drums, violin, and mandolin, was soon playing in the George Washington Juvenile Military Band, and by age 19 was working as a music teacher. A few years later, he went to work for the J.W. Jenkins Sons Company as a pianist and song plugger, and in 1899, Jenkins published the first of Johnson's more than 30 rags, Scandalous Thompson. With the success of his 1906 hit, Dill Pickles, Johnson was able to start his own music publishing company, and over his career, in addition to rags, he wrote dozens more songs, waltzes, and intermezzos, some under pseudonyms including Raymond Birch, Fanny B. Woods, and Ethel Ernest. He also wrote about 20 patriotic songs inspired by World War I, including We Will Follow the Red, White, and Blue, and we are all in the same boat now. Charles Johnson lived his entire life in Kansas City. He was born in what is now Kansas City, Kansas, but died in Kansas City, Missouri on December 28, 1950, at age 75. Despite his many compositions, including Fawn Eyes and Why Can't I Make a Hit, there are relatively few recordings of them, but here are three not played in his last birthday segment. Thank you. 
I'll come back to you. Ben Salvin's orchestra with Irving Kaufman singing When Clouds Have Vanished and Skies Are Blue. Vocalion A14724 was recorded just over a hundred years ago on November 22, 1923. Before that, Sweet and Low. You heard him for the first time on the show last week with Bullfrog Patrol, but that was Edmund Jenkins once again, this time from HMVB-1287, recorded October 27, 1921. We started our tribute to Charles L. Johnson with Iola, Intermezzo, recorded by Columbia around 1906. This must be one of the most widely issued recordings ever, appearing on more than a dozen different record labels. We heard it on Columbia 3530, credited to Thomas Mills. Xylophone and chimes player Thomas Mills was actually Adolph Miles, but I could find no biographical information about him under either name. The Rapidly Rotating Records request line is now open. In addition to cards or letters, email or posts to our Facebook page or website, you can also now call to make requests for a particular song, artist, or segment topic, leave feedback about the show, ask questions or comment on the music, or just to say hi to let me know you're out there listening. The number is easy to remember. It's 1-234-PLAY-78s. That's 1-234-PLAY-78s. Or for the alphabetically challenged, 1-234-752-9787. It's available 24-7, but right before, during, and just after the Sunday night broadcast on KISL, I'll do my best to personally answer your call. That's 1-234-PLAY-78s. Last week, December 1st, marked the birth in 1892 in Baltimore, Maryland, of pianist, songwriter, and music publisher Erwin Lewis Dash. He published his first composition, Blue Ribbon Rag, in Philadelphia in 1911, and by the early 1920s was in New York, where he partnered with Al Dubin, Jimmy McHugh, and Irving Mills, worked as a songwriter for Leo Feist, and as an accompanist. Dash also wrote under the pseudonym Lewis Ilda. 
In the 1930s, he formed Irwin Dash Music Company in London, England. But in 1939, with the outbreak of the war, he returned to the U.S., and the firm was turned over to Huey Charles. Irwin Dash died March 18, 1984, in New York City, and is buried in Mount Hebron Cemetery in Flushing. Works in the Dash catalog include It's a Man, Every Time It's a Man, I've Got a Lovely Bunch of Coconuts, and These. your Broadway roses and roses of Washington Square. Roses to powder their noses and roses to henna their hair. Each rose is a beautiful dream, but we know a rose that's a scream. She's a hot boy rose, everybody Death while you're spending your dough. But when you are short, now that girl can say no. Just, Just a hard boy rose. She says she's and When she was just a baby, about seven months old. Why, her father thanked her for something, I'm told. She jumped from her cradle and knocked father cold. She's a hard boy Heartbroken flapper has cried over some ugly dove. Rosie goes after them deeper and she makes them behave with a club. Whenever they trifle with Rose, they flirt with a punch in the nose. She's a hard boy, Rose. Everybody kind of a girl you can never forget. She carries a leopard around for a pet. Just a hard boy rose. She says he's and oh. Now she's not much for bracelets and those kind of things. She'll turn down a diamond that anyone brings. Cause she wears brass knuckles instead of gold rings. She's a hard boy rose. She's a hard boy rose. She drinks tea from a saucer instead of a cup. If you don't do likewise, she thinks you'll suck up. Just a hard boy rose. She says he's old. An old-fashioned house party is her great delight. But somehow or other, she doesn't feel right. Unless it ends up in a free-for-all fight. She's a hard boy rose. Something I cannot explain When you left with the angels one day I lost that something that soothes every pain And drives every sorrow away Memories of sweethearts are often erased But felt just like you never can be replaced I lost a pal, a wonderful pal, 
when I lost you. I lost a friend that stuck to the end like real pals do. God must have known when he took you through space that you would make heaven a still better place. But I lost a pal, a wonderful pal, when I lost you. Seconds and minutes, the hours and the days all seem longer since you went away. Sun once so brilliant now shines through the haze. The laughter no longer seems gay. Days are so dreary and nights are so blue. I just keep on longing and longing for you. I lost a pal, a wonderful pal, when I That stuck to the end Like real pals do God must have known When he took you through space That you would make heaven A still better place But I lost a pal A wonderful pal When I lost you
Jan Garber and his orchestra with Hinky Dinky Parlez-Vous, written by Jimmy McHugh, Irving Mills, and Irwin Dash. Take 4, from July 2, 1924, was issued on Victor 19405. Before that, Vernon Dahlhart singing the Joseph Mittenthal and Al Dubin lyrics to Irwin Dash's tune, I Lost a Wonderful Pal When I Lost You. Takes 1 and 3, from August 27, 1926, were issued on Columbia 718-D. We began our tribute to Irwin Dash with the Happiness Boys, Billy Jones and Ernie Hare, singing about hard-boiled rose from Dubin, McHugh, Mills, and Dash. The Happiness Boys recorded it for Edison about a month later, but we heard Victor 19340, made May 6, 1924. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) 